It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions. It's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself. In a Christian worldview. Well, welcome to Quantum number 197. Uh, you will forgive me uh, my voice with this. I'm recording this from Scotland, where I've returned for a month and spent the first week in isolation because of COVID. And I'm still feeling the after effects of that. But we did uh, our three-part uh, transgender special and we're now back to our normal format which is looking at news throughout the world and we've got a few things to catch up on reports this morning overseas that ukrainian and russian troops are locked in a bloody battle at a steelworks inside the besieged city of mariupol it's not known how many more people have been killed in the latest fighting and it does come as another convoy of buses leaves mariupol in the latest attempt by the un and the red cross to evacuate civilians ukraine's president no there's nothing about the situation in ukraine which is good there are so many things that continue to be disturbing, not least the Russian aggression, but also American involvement now as well, where it now looks as though the Americans are fighting a war with Russia by proxy, committing, for example, 33 billions worth of military aid and other aid. Um, put that in mind, the Ukrainian military budget is about 5.9 billion per year. The United States has also been providing intelligence about Russian units that have allowed Ukrainians to target and kill many of the Russian generals. I think 12 Russian generals have been killed. They've been providing drones to kill them. What we were listening to there was, of course, the uh, continued attack on Mariupol, and it may be that that will have fallen by the time this goes out. Incidentally, I apologize for this being late. Not only have I not been well, but uh, my producer's on holiday. Um, we'll see uh, when we get this to you, but yeah, I'm sure you understand the circumstances. Also, I may not be as long as usual because of my uh, voice. But that's what's going on in Ukraine. Um, in the United States, this extraordinary thing. L listen to this. I I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be... This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 69% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people, want Roe versus Wade to maintain you as the law of the land. The womb, we need to we, do no, that. We, are not and going we to have a right. That is Elizabeth Warren, Democratic leader, uh, just furious with rage at a leak that has come out of the Supreme Court suggesting that a majority of the justices are in favour of striking down the infamous abortion decision Roe versus Wade. Well, Warren says the majority of people do not want it. She's extremely angry. And uh, we're told it is 
anti-democratic? Well, you know, what I have to just say about that in terms of the argument is, if the justices, and it's a big if, refer it back to the states, then it will be up to voters to elect people. So I, I don't see how it's anti-democratic. But it puzzles me the anger as well, this anger about something which, even if you are pro-abortion, you've got to surely regard it as being such a regrettable thing. But this anger about wanting to be able to kill your own baby, it's astonishing, isn't it? That anger is going to be seen and expressed in many ways. Here, for example, is Whoopi Goldberg. I will tell you, this is my body. And nobody, you, you know, you got people telling me I got to wear a mask or don't wear a mask or do this. Everybody wants to tell me what to do, but you won't let me make my decision about my body. You are not the person to make that decision. My doctor and myself. Now, I have a lot of sympathy with her. She herself had an abortion and you can understand the anger involved with her. But when she goes, it's my body. It's interesting how many people were not using that argument when it came to vaccinations. But it's my body. Now, it is, but it isn't just the mother's body. There is also the body of the baby. A human body, a human baby. I know that people keep coming with, and you know, the, the amount of rage on my Twitter feed was just quite extraordinary. And the lack of rational, coherent argument. People saying you must hate women, yet most of the people I know who are anti-abortion are women. People saying, well, what do you do? And the extreme cases of rape and incest. And again, you know, exceptions make bad laws. I don't think this is going to mean the end of abortion in the United States, by the way. But I do think it's a very, very significant moment. Speaking of the United States, this may also be another significant moment. Did any of you see this film? You've always got a reason. It's always someone else's fault. Some point, you're going to have to take responsibility. Or someone else what? is going to have to step in. Who? Huh? Who? You? Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> How many times have you seen this? Oh, about a hundred. Everyone in this world is one of three kinds. Good Terminator, a bad Terminator, and neutral. You're a good Terminator. Well, I wasn't always. I had to learn. You could too. That was Hillbilly Elegy, based on the book by J.D. Vance. Now, fascinating book. Book's far better than the film, by the way. Very interesting that uh, J.D. Vance has just been elected as the Republican nominee for, uh, I think, it's, is it Ohio? He He's going to be a very interesting new kind of right-wing character in the Republican Party. He seems to me to be a more intelligent version of uh, Donald Trump. He certainly, as I, I saw this, read this fascinating article, which like many of these things I put links to, he certainly has a passion for defending America's working classes. And 
He's a pro-life Christian. He's a fierce opponent of American military adventurism. And he's hawkish on immigration and trade with China. He seems very sincere, which horrifies his opponents. Well, we shall see what happens with that. Actually, that whole hillbilly elegy and everything else reminded me of, of this. Here's a piece of music that some of you will recognise. was dueling banjos from Deliverance where it was just an, in, an incredible uh, film and f- famous for that particular song um, from Hillbilly Country. I think that song actually went to number two on the US charts in 1973 and it's still, I think there's a great version I've seen of it with uh, Glenn Campbell. Well, let's continue to look at where we're going. Um, Elections, the Australian election continues as bitter as ever. Anthony Albanese continues to make mistakes and yet continues to be ahead. We'll see what happens with it. Uh, The US are gearing up for the November uh, elections. And in the UK, we've just had, I don't know the results, but by the time this goes out, we'll hear them. Uh, council elections in much of England, Scotland, uh, Wales and Ireland. And we'll see if there's going to be any differences. The state of politics in the UK, by the way, just really depresses me. And I'm so glad to hear this from Neil Oliver. I think he summed it up pretty well. This is what Neil Oliver says. We need some grown-ups in the room and pronto. As things stand in this country, right this moment, we're being governed by what appear to be outsized school children intent only on picking fights with one another in the playground, calling each other names. As far as anyone can tell, the party of government and those of the opposition are interested only in themselves and each other. Life in a goldfish bowl has apparently given them five-minute memory spans. Round and round they swim, seeing nothing beyond the glass and having the same tiny fights with their fellow inmates again and again and again. It's narcissistic nonsense from a political class that demonstrably feels entitled to treat us proles with out-and-out contempt while they set about the petty business of personal point scoring. This internecine squabbling is apparently supposed to keep us happy, thrilled by their clever verbal sparring, as if... Yeah, we need grown-ups. It's not really funny, he says. It is like an amateur dramatic slapstick comedy. We do need grown-ups. And we need people who... I don't know, just are more serious about the very serious issues that the United Kingdom and many other countries are facing. Let's come on to COVID. Now, obviously, I've got a personal interest just now, I'm suffering from it. Uh, many people suffer in different ways. But today it was reported that there were 15, there have been 15 million excess deaths because of COVID worldwide. Now that's a lot less than people had anticipated, but it's still a, a, a significant number. There are also increasing cases of COVID throughout the world, 
And there, is con there are continual problems in China, in Shanghai and Beijing, where the CCP are continuing to pursue their zero COVID policy at tremendous cost to the people. And then another side of the pandemic. According to Oxfam, the pandemic has made the world's wealthiest far richer, but has led to more people living in poverty. Lower incomes for the world's poorest contributed to the death of 21,000 people each day, it support claims. But the world's 10 richest people have more than doubled their collective fortunes since March 2020. It is, as they say, a rich man's world. Now, speaking of rich men, Elon Musk. The, the, the take story is that he's taken over Twitter. Um, fascinating reaction to that. When Jeff Bezos took over uh, the Washington Post, Business Insider said, billionaire Jeff Bezos, Washington Post by marks a fascinating cultural transition in America. When Elon Musk has taken over Twitter, this is what Business Insider said. Elon Musk's attempt to buy Twitter represents a chilling new threat. Billionaire trolls taking over social media. Wow. Why the outrage about Elon Musk? Because he just doesn't fit the progressive billionaire stereotype. You know, people used to say, Twitter's a private company, it can do what it wants. Well, apply that same argument. Twitter's a private company, it can do what it wants. And then let's just come on to a, a little bit of feedback and so on from or consequences from the transgender issue. But I want to first of all to consider the issue of transracialism. Listen to this. What you are doing is really giving white saviour, like it really is, because you seem to think that you can adopt the oppressions of minorities. What do you think so, you can do as someone who is so far removed from that experience? These people are throwing for their lives so in the UK. So do you UK, think it's better for no one to say anything and speak up for these people? I'm speaking up for these people. I'm trying to help these people. You centre those who are affected. You don't centre yourself. And that's my problem with you. Boy, it's better than doing nothing. What do you do? What do you do to help people around the world? You can't ask you me that. You don't protest. get to, you don't, you That's a man called Ollie who has the pronouns they them, um, who spent over one hundred and fifty, one hundred and seventy-five thousand pounds from London on plastic surgery, fifteen steps of plastic surgery, to make him more like a Korean. He says he identifies as Korean. I used to live in Korea for one year. I love the history, the culture, and the people. I've put myself through a lot of pain. I've had a lot of surgery procedures to have more of a Korean aesthetic. And there he was, the clip was him arguing and, uh, uh, with somebody, uh, a black lady who was basically saying, you can't do this. 
He goes on to say, I understand what you're saying about white privilege, but I'm not one of these people. I'm completely different. I don't like being put in that category. But I'm sorry, it is privilege anyway. People can't spend 175000 It's interesting the reaction to that. One person arguing, if you believe gender is a social construct, then ethnicity is too. Yeah, transracialism. On the basis that people accept transgenderism, why not? Now, going back to the transgender thing, just a couple of other things. Uh, Nicola Sturgeon came under fire again for refusing to define what a woman is. This is what she said. She said she was a feminist to her fingertips, but to define what a woman is would oversimplify the debate on transgender rights. Yeah. So she's going to defend women's rights, but she can't say what a woman is. How does she know what women's rights are? And then there's this report in the Irish Times A young woman who was being detained in one of the state's most secure units for troubled youths went on trial on Wednesday accused of threatening to kill or cause serious harm to her mother and to a man who'd been involved in her care. Barbie Kardashian of No Fixed Abode told staff at Cova House Limerick where she had been a resident on and off from 2018 to 2020 that she wanted to rape and murder her mother. Members of her care team told Limerick Circuit Court. Now here's the problem. The Irish Times is being disingenuous here as well. Barbie Kardashian is not a woman, it's a man who wants to be a woman. That's why you can say they want to rape and murder. Women don't rape women. But again, this is what is happening uh, continually in our culture, where, as we pointed out in the three transgender episodes, the figures on crime are going to be skewed. What is a woman is being skewed. There are so many issues at stake here. Okay, I'm going back to doing the top 10 live performances. Now, uh, I've only got to number 9. The first one was Metallica in Moscow. Uh, Second one is this man. That's Van Morrison singing Gloria. Now, he, uh, the, the live performance I'm thinking of is when he did that in the Playhouse in Edinburgh. And Van Morrison is a notably moody performer. Sometimes he just does his set and walked off. But this time he did his set, which wasn't long, about 50 minutes, if I remember rightly. He walked off, then came back on a, an encore, which lasted more than 50 minutes. Nearly all of it was taken up with this one song. It was just absolutely brilliant. Van Morrison is an utterly brilliant musician and live performer. Technically superb. Uh, Backing musicians are always excellent as well. So, enjoyed that one. Okay, Um, I wonder if you're aware where this is from. Until now, the war has been conducted with honour and bravery. 
with the ideals of truth and justice in the best traditions of mankind until this moment. Brothers and sisters, the endless catalogue of bestial atrocities which will inevitably ensue from this appalling act must, can and will be terminated. The forces of darkness and the treasonable maggots who collaborate with them must, can and will be wiped from the face of the earth. We must crush them. We must smash them. We must stamp them out. Death to the eternal enemy of Oceania. Death! 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 That is George Orwell's uh, 1984, at least it's the film of George Orwell's 1984. And uh, again, fascinating how that book is coming to truth. So there's an astonishing thing in the United States where the United States has set up a disinformation governance board to deal with the threat of MDM. Now, you may wonder what MDM is. MDM is mis, dis, and mal information. It's set up to com combat misinformation in minority communities. It, it's, it's actually going to deal with misinformation everywhere. And what's fascinating is the person who's in charge of it, someone called Jankovic, who's a disinformation expert, was somebody who herself passed on disinformation by saying that the Hunter Biden laptop thing was probably a Russian plant. It, it wasn't. And it was actually for real. So I think dif disinformation is a we need to it really does sound like the ministry of truth you can only get the information that the government tells you it's not good and in that regard the u.s evangelist franklin graham was criticized this week from the mayor of liverpool when adver advertisements for his uk tour were placed on the side of the city's buses now what did these ads say they said, uh, God loves you, and they asked readers if they were looking for something more. But according to Steve Rotherham, the mayor, th this was hate speech because Mr. Graham is a known hate preacher because he opposes gay marriage and radical Islam. Well, does that make me someone who promotes hate speech because I oppose same-sex marriage and I oppose radical Islam? I think it's quite spectacular that we've got to that. The mayor has written to both companies to get the ads removed. Okay, uh, I'm going to love you and leave you. Well, no, a couple, a couple more things. First of all, here's Jordan Peterson with some advice. Your life isn't margaritas on a beach in, in Jamaica. That happens now and then. Those are exceptions. Your life is how your wife greets you at the door when you come home every day. Because that's like 10 minutes a day. Your life is how you treat each other over the breakfast table. Because that's an hour and a half or an hour every single day. You get those mundane things right, those things you do every day. You concentrate on them and you make them pristine. It's like you got 80% of your life put together. These little things that are right in front of us, they're not little. That's the first thing. They are not little and they're hard to set right. And if you set them right, it has a rippling effect and, and fast too, way faster than people think. I think that's excellent. The little things are so important. But you know what's missing in that? 
And like so much in, in terms of Jordan's perspective, Peterson's perspective, it's the eternal perspective. Yes, the little things matter, but the little things matter in the context of eternity. What we do matters in context of eternity. And I think that's so important for each of us to remember. So I'm going to leave you with this song by Ruth Campbell. I'm back in Scotland. This is a song sung in Scots. Jesus minds and understands. Lord Jesus, yes, ye walk this earth. Can't love and loss, can tears and mirth. Tewed and cross, free humble birth. Ye mind and understand. And I love the, the last verse. When lost in one are at your grace, and lost in love afore your face, with other redeemed I take my place in heaven's glory land. In then, dear Jesus, what it costs for ye to lay your heavenly host to save poor sinners that were lost, I'll never understand. So, enjoy this song. God bless you. Hopefully I'll be back next week. Still in Scotland, but with my voice recovered. And uh, if you've got any news, comments, anything you wish to pass on, please feel free to do so. Uh, go to the website, www.weflee.com. Feel free to support the Podbean fundraiser. And God bless you, and see you next week. Bye. Thank you.